Hey guys, welcome back to Stat Chat Sports. It's Steve. Uh, I'm of course joined with TV. How you going, mate? Good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, I'm well, mate. I'm very well. Uh, I'm looking forward to this uh, this episode. It feels like it's been a long time since we've recorded one of these Premier League podcasts. It was a bit of a break. Yeah, there. it's been it's been way too long. It's, it'll be good to to have another look and see uh, where we left off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a was a international break i think when we recorded last time i think we might have incorrectly identified it as a winter break which it wasn't quite uh yeah international break for the the players so uh, i felt like a long international break i don't recall them normally going for two weeks and a bit like that but no no i'm sure it was um much needed for the players definitely the the schedule seems to have um really condensed over over the christmas period but uh i'm sure they're raring to get back into it just as we are yeah, man, absolutely, absolutely. One thing I do just want to quickly touch on is towards the tail end of that uh, international break, there was the final of the African Cup of Nations. Mm-hmm. It involved yeah. two of Liverpool's forwards, Senegal and Egypt. Did you get? Did you catch any of it? Did you see any of anything? Any of the action? Uh, I didn't personally. I did happen to see the result and the way it finished, though. It was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Penalty shootout was- with no Salah taking a penalty. Yeah, that's that's an odd one, that. And I think uh, Jamie Carragher come out and said it was just absolute madness. You've got one of the best. I mean, Salah's been banging in penalties for Liverpool for God knows how long. Well, when Milner's not there, it's usually him Mm. and vice versa. But it's just, I I I don't know. I mean, yeah, you want, if it's a pivotal kick, yeah, you probably want him there. But you also don't want to run the risk of him missing, which he did. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the main argument when it comes to penalty shootout is a lot of teams put their best penalty taker in the fifth position because if, mm. if one penalty gets missed nine times out of 10, that's that fifth spot is the one that determines match. So you want yeah. them to, you want your best penalty kick taker there, but then you run the risk of at the same time, them not taking a kick at all, which happens yeah, in and this case. With Egypt, there's such a golfing class between... I think there's only four players in the Egypt squad that started that final that were not playing in the Egyptian league, in their top tier league. Yeah. Okay, so there's, well. such a, there's such a golfing class in that team. I mean, you just want to get, to me, you just want to get runs on the board. Hmm. So you, you put him, you can put him late, you can put him third or fourth, but fifth just, yeah. I mean, but it, it, even if you do plan to put him fifth, but then what happened was obviously they missed a couple. Just bump mm. him up the ranks. You got to yeah. get get it's at least not, one it's on not the a board. Set order. Get exactly yeah. get one on the board. Get get some confidence flowing in the team, and then and then you go from there. I don't know if it's yeah, a, absolutely not necessarily an ego thing, but if it's a uh, like the a player, a certain player wants to be in the limelight. Like, oh, I won my team the penalty shootout because I took the last kick. You know what I mean? But yeah. at the end of the day, you play for the team. They wanted to win the trophy, so yeah. You just yeah. take a kick um, whenever you're told to. Yeah. yeah. Look, Senegal, they, I think overall, I think they're worthy winners. Um, Egypt had probably scraped through a fair bit. It was, they won yeah. the last, just to get there, I think the last two games are on uh, penalty shootouts. Yeah, I think you're right. From yeah. memory. Yeah. So I think Senegal, on, in the balance of things, probably deserved to be there, um, to be, to lift the trophy. Yeah. So, yeah. And and good yeah, of course for, for Mane to lift it, but of course it's it's disappointing for for Salah. Yeah, so he, he returned straight back to, to Liverpool, and there was a few photos going around of him and Klopp, and he looked a little bit upset as you as you as you would. 
You would um, be, yeah. Yeah. To be expected. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think Mane's still... He's, he's not back yet. He a little bit of an extended break for celebrations, but uh, yeah. so he missed out on Leicester. Um, but we'll mm-hmm. we'll get there. But no, that's just interesting. I just wanted to just just curious to see if you caught any of it at all. Like it's um it's it's definitely not as popular as the likes of the Euros. Um, oh, but it's, definitely not. Yeah. No, but it's still a still an important <laughs> uh, international competition for for the nation of Africa. So yeah, from but, a from yeah. a Liverpool perspective. Sorry, just to keep yeah. going on yeah, yeah. Afcon. Mm. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it affects Mane because I feel like his form had dipped um, coming into AFCON and mm-hmm. with the result, he was a player of the tournament. Yeah, a good tournament, so. yeah. Yeah, and I think that can only bode well for Liverpool. Mm. He should come back full of confidence, ready to go. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it, how it affects his uh, the rest of the season for him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be good to see him come back and continue that form. Yeah. Using me into the Premier League. So it's definitely something that Liverpool would need. So yeah, sure. sure. <clears throat> okay. Whew, after a good week and a bit, two weeks of no Premier League action, mm-hmm. we'll, uh, we've, we've once again returned. Uh, the Sunday, uh, last Sunday, Sunday just gone. That game was, uh, I believe, a catch-up game of bottom of the table relegation battle clash should we say that was burnley watford mm-hmm. that, that didn't turn out all that exciting i think we might mm-hmm. you could have maybe expected that sort of result yeah i think the less said about this the better probably <laughs> yeah it was a bit of a it was a, a ball fest i don't know if you actually I mean. saw it but the weather looked absolutely terrible yeah not ideal for for football but i mean we're already we're already pressed up against it with time to play those fixtures so i mean the game goes ahead and yeah i mean it's obviously not wasn't great weather for for banging in goals and it showed yeah 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 definitely but like you said the less said about that game the better and we'll swiftly move on <laughs> we'll move on please we'll move on yeah i think one of the one of the more exciting games i reckon for, for personally anyway was was newcastle everton i think oh, i know yeah. you're i know you're a big fan of newcastle they're yeah, starting. They're yeah. starting to. They're starting to tick. Something there is starting yeah. to tick. They, yeah. they. They. They want. We. Yeah. We. We. Uh, uh, I. I had Everton down as a win. You had Newcastle down. Um. I think I'm slowly, quickly learning not to not to tip Everton because it looks yeah, like I, they're not getting any better anytime soon. They, they, what did they win? Uh, it was four one in the FA Cup. I'm pretty sure midweek. <clears throat> oh, not midweek on the weekend or whenever it was. Um, just previously with their previous game. So I thought Lampard may have turned a corner with that team. Mm. Maybe, maybe something had clicked. <laughs> nope. No. Everton are being re- are really being dragged into what an unlikely relegation battle. Yeah. Uh, the teams below them seem to just not, they're not winning, but they're they're getting points here and there. Mm. But Everton just sliding. And yeah. It's odd, but yeah, Newcastle were good value. Um, I'm not sure if you saw um, Trippier's goal. I certainly did. I did. Mm, that, was bad. A, that was a good free kick. It's a good free yeah, kick. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, they weren't. They were. They were better than that. Like they, they did really well, and I think they're, they're, they're out of the bottom four. Oh, sorry, three. I think they're fourth last. They would be seventeenth now. They are seventeenth now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're full credit 
that's probably where they deserve to be at the moment. Yeah, 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 100% agreed. Like, they, it seems like now, now that um, the window's closed and they've got all their signings in that, and they're starting to get some game time together, the, the new boys, it's definitely starting to click there. Yeah, I think I think we're, we're starting to see a bit of a run from from Newcastle now, and they they might, you know, there'll there'll be a few stumbles here and there, but oh, I yeah. think I think this is the start of them really <laughs> starting to pull away from the pack a little bit. And cementing their Premier League status, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think so. And and for Everton, it's almost kind of the opposite. They've they're sort of they're now they're now four points behind Leeds, who are a, a position above them. Granted, they have mm. uh, two games in hand or one game on, but, in, in hand on Leeds, but yeah. you, you don't want that gap to be getting any bigger because no, then, you, then you're really struggling, starting to struggle. They don't they don't look like winning to to bring that game in hand back to a point either. So no. I mean, no. game in hand, games in hand for me, don't matter a hell of a lot when you're down the bottom end of the table. Mm. I mean, because you're not getting the points. Like, it, it's different when you're up the top. Games in, games in hand generally represent three points, but when you're down the bottom, and with a four-point margin to the next team above you, it's mm. kind of... Even that one just, game in hand is a win, you're still left a point behind. You're yeah. still, yeah. And, and, and given the fact that you are near the bottom, it, that win's pretty unlikely too. Yeah, no, that's a that's a fair point mm. and an interesting point mm. of that. Yeah, yeah, mm. no, that makes that makes sense. West Ham played out a one nil win for what against Watford. That was Watford's second game in about four days. Uh, yeah. I think that was an expected result. We had a, we we picked them both for a win. Yeah, it yeah, obviously, probably wasn't as convincing as I thought we might as I think we had it initially. But yeah, uh, you, you you look at the stats and and possession wise, West Ham dominated that game. Not a whole lot of chances for both sides, but yeah, I think it was that that was an expected result, really. Yeah, I think we probably expected a few more goals from uh, as far as West Ham were concerned. But yeah, I mean, West Ham did what they needed to do. Got three points. They move on. It's at this point in the season, just grabbing three points is is all you can ask for. And those three points lifted them back into fourth now, which yep. was a crucial um, crucial for them because um, Man United dropped points at random, Arsenal picked up points at random. We'll get on, we'll get to them, but it would, in terms of them, they like you said, they did their job. They needed to win, and and they yep. did. They, they they reclaimed their fourth spot. Speaking of United yep. dropping points, one all to Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was. Uh, I, I thought United were quite good. I, they're obviously unlucky to drop a few points there. Um, they had a couple of goals disallowed. Mm. Um, the Varane goal, that was the first goal, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, do you think that um, should have been chalked or the Maguire offside so. potentially blocking the run? I don't think so. I, I, I thought it was a legit goal. Watching mm. it back, I thought, I, I didn't think there was a hell of a lot in it. Mm. Um, yeah. As a, if you're not a, a United supporter, you'd feel pretty aggrieved. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and that Burnley goal, I mean, it was a nice pass and the, the Rodriguez finish was quite nice. But, I mean, what was Maguire doing? Mm. That was my, was, that was was my next place. question was, yeah, oh. the, the defending on, on behalf of Maguire. Mm. Or again from, from, from the captain anyway. Yeah. Oh, and you you add a captain next to that, and you're just thinking, what are you doing? It's it was all over the place, just like a a, a baby deer. 
Bambi on ice. Couldn't find, yeah, Bambi on ice. That's it. That's exactly mm. it. Just, yeah, it, was, it was pretty woeful. And I just don't know how much better they're going to get when they got a guy like that at, at the, at, who's meant to be your rock at the back. Mm. Just, yeah. Just a weak link. Yeah. Definitely doesn't seem like it's getting any better. United. Mm. No. It's getting. No. Progressively, you could say progressively getting worse and or staying the same. They haven't had yeah. the haven't had the peak turnaround that they were expecting since no, Rangian came think in. So the the attack there was plenty of attack there, and I mean, when you verse Burnley, I suppose you, that's to be expected. But mm. the and once again against Burnley, you shouldn't expect too much coming back the other way. Yeah, I saw a um a heat map essentially of possession with mm. with all the 20 Premier League teams and like where the opposition was controlling the ball versus that team and Burnley's they concede so much possession it's not funny yeah so they're only really going to hit you on the counter attack and that's pretty much what they did Mm. against United the decision to leave Ronaldo on the bench for that game he came on but of course he didn't start yeah Uh, would you have would you have started him I mean, on the face of it, it's Burnley, so probably not. Um, it's easy to say that it, it would it would have been eight, that you should have started it, but yeah, I mean, Burnley is a relegation candidate. Mm. I mean, if you're going to rest players, that's where you where you should do it. Um, yeah. But I mean, they've also got they got knocked out of the FA Cup. Why not rest players? You've you've got less tournaments now, yeah. so why not rest players in those kind of time so mm. yeah i mean there's arguments for both but yeah, yeah i i think he, he should have started yeah yeah i mean yeah. you know you're, you're not expected to see a player like ronaldo <laughs> on the bench and no. but but brand new show that he's not he's not afraid to do it he doesn't care mm. he's the manager if he wants you on the bench yeah. and you shit who you are you're gonna go on the bench so yeah uh there's obviously a reason behind it and yeah was it justified in the end result? Probably not. But look, Probably we're not, not no. we're not we're not the managers. Of, we don't know the conversations that go on. So, like you said, there's yeah, an argument for either way. Exactly. Yeah. 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 He's 36 or whatever he is. Is he potentially starting to feel a little bit more these days? So he's needing some rests. Yeah, he can't play every game. 36 year olds just don't. And I mean, yeah, Ronaldo's a freak. We haven't seen anyone like him. Well, physically. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's cost him. It has. It has. That um, that win, obviously, pushed them out of the top four. Uh, they are now sitting sixth. Yeah. And, and, and Arsenal have a game in hand on them, so it's not, not looking pretty for them. Still plenty of time, of course, but it's not, not looking pretty. Not looking pretty there. Not at all. Mm. Now, Aston Villa and Leeds, this might have been... The more the most exciting game of the of the week, yeah, yeah. What did you say of it? Uh, I mean, I think we've made reference a couple of times. Aston Villa and Leeds are just two of the most exciting teams in the league. Seem to be plenty of goals, good goals at that, and yeah, I think I've said it before. Leeds are just fantastic to watch. I mean, they're not exactly a great football team, but they create good games more often than not. And yeah, this one wasn't any different. 
Mm. It was it was it was a wicked game. Uh, Dan James with a couple of goals, um, and <laughs> Philippe Coutinho. That that finish was that was a wicked little finish there, and it, uh, yeah. Jacob Ramsey as well. He's he's putting together quite a bit of a season. I mean, I think a name that many people wouldn't have heard of is uh, coming into the season. Yeah. He's, he's really uh, making people take notice. 100%. I mean, he's 20, he's only 20 years of age. Prior to the season, he was out on loan um, or, and or youth player at, at Villa. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think what's really made a huge impact for him is the inclusion of Coutinho. Yeah, and, and and you look yeah. at the the instant impact that he's made not only for himself yeah. but for the players around him. He's brought in he's brought in about three or four goals for just for Jacob Ramsey alone. Yeah, they seem to be the the new dynamic duo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, that, that's that's kind of what I wanted to ask you. But that has is is the inclusion of Coutinho lifted that squad as a whole? Like, is what I'm trying to say is it is it that is it just him alone, or is it like I mean, you've got to take into consideration, obviously, Steven Gerrard coming in as well, the new manager, uh, a couple of new players. It's not just Coutinho coming in, but we are talking about Coutinho at the moment because he's had, it seems to be that he's made an, an instant impact. Yeah, I'd, I would probably say, yeah, it, it would be the majority of the Coutinho influence. Um, there aren't many managers in the world, apart from Jurgen Klopp, who... who used him to, to good effect. Mm. Um, other than Steven Gerrard played alongside him. So he knows exactly what kind of player he's dealing with. Yep. So I think coupled with, like you said, Steven Gerrard's influence and his knowledge of Coutinho's game, I think, yeah, he is, with those two together, are, are almost directly responsible for Aston Villa's uptick i suppose in yeah. performance yeah yeah i mean it's still early days um for Coutinho. i think he's only played mm. is that four goal four games roughly maybe yeah or yeah. um villa but is he has he hit the strides of would you say he's hit the strides of when he the same sort of playing level as he did at liverpool or is he not quite not quite back uh, to that I level mean, yet i mean Coutinho at top at his Top level at Liverpool was like a, a PFA, a team of the, uh, sorry, player of the year kind of candidate. It's, he, he's not far, I, I would say. Um, he's never going to get those raps playing for Aston Villa, I don't think. But the kind of performances we're seeing, mm. yeah, I, I think he's not far from it. Yeah. He's, yeah, Aston, yeah. I mean, they're scoring goals, a lot more goals, and that's what he's there for. Yeah, with absolutely. him in the team, but they're probably not winning. It's probably not being reflected so much in in the standings. I mean, Aston Villa aren't doing terribly, mm. but they're not winning game after game after game. Yeah, but I, performance wise, yeah, I think it's it, it's it's clicking for him and them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I agree hundred percent, hundred percent there. <laughs> Um, Tottenham and Southampton. I have a little chuckle that to myself a... there because this is a classic Tottenham <laughs> game right here. It is, isn't it? Oh. Uh, a little bit. Uh, well, I was going to say a little bit of a joke. No, that 
Oh, excuse me. That's a choke. <laughs> that's a cho- that is a choke on their behalf. Excuse the language. Oh, yeah. That's that's a choke. That's a big choke uh, on their that, behalf. Yeah, it was it I was mean, monumental. Yeah. To to be in control like that and to to cough it up. I think it was three minutes. It was the two goals. Uh, yeah, in the eighty second minute. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, but I don't know if it was was it more down to. James Ward Prowse's brilliance, or was it Spurs choking? Because I mean, yeah, they probably should have had him covered, but the two peaches, absolute peaches of balls just thrown in. There's um, not many other people uh, in the Premier League that you would want oh, on a ball, yeah, playing in those kind of balls than than Ward Prowse. Those, those dead ball situations. I mean, it wasn't exactly dead ball, but no. he he was afforded the time to. To take his time and and set it up, have mm. a bit of a, a not a ping, but you know, put the ball where he wanted. And like you said, there aren't many people that give him the time. If you want a ball put on someone's head, you're probably going to take him before 100%. you take many other blokes in the in the Premier League. You you got to put him up there with with I think the likes of Trent Alexander Arnold and De Bruyne mm. in terms of yep. just the ability to put the ball into into the box like that in a dangerous area. But in terms yeah. of the dead ball in free kicks, there's there isn't anyone as consistent as nah. consistent. I think is the word. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just consistently a threat in a dead ball situation. He, the the output may not be there, but and that's probably um, more a reflection of Southampton's finishing ability, possibly like purely just from like an assist point of view. Mm. He's putting the ball in dangerous spots time and time again. Yeah, I mean, you put him in a, you put him in a better team, and I think you'd see him just rack up assists. Mm. Is yeah. there a reason why we haven't? He hasn't maybe made the move to a bigger club. Is there, is there no interest there? Maybe or it's one that's I've always found a bit strange. Um, maybe he just lacks something. We all talk about his dead ball accuracy. Maybe he just gets found out. In when oh, like when they're under attack, I suppose when they're on the back foot, uh, I haven't watched his game close enough to sort of see where his um, overall weaknesses lie. But and yeah, I, I it, it it still does seem strange to me that he at least hasn't taken not not to a top top club, but a. Even someone like an Arsenal, yeah, like, I think he could he could fit in to a team like that beautifully. Mm. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I, I think that that yeah, mm. a team like that, even like West Ham, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, uh, that they would that would definitely suit him to a T. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. West Ham have the weapons that he could. I think he could um, provide mm. some um, the chances too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at West Ham in terms of. Scoring from set pieces are one of the better sides. Yeah, you had mm. you had him into it, and that only yep. makes them that only makes them better. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Mm. No, it's okay. So we're putting it down to the brilliance of James Wood Browse more so than a Tottenham collapse. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I did see Kane's chance. He probably should have buried. There was that header at the at the yeah. Top. Yeah, the far, far post, post into the ground and yeah. then over the crossbar. And, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> would have been three, four yards out, mm. if that. 
and he's managed to put it. Give it Harry Kane from maybe a season or two ago. Surely he buries that. It's it's buried, yeah, for sure. And I can't remember what the score was at that point, but Mm. they're probably coasting. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kane this year has just been just off. Yeah, I think yeah. it's it, it's it's odd because he's that player that you could we've banked. You, he's going to score twenty goals. He may not win the golden boot, mm. but he's a threat. Yeah, and he's always in the top three, five players for the boot. But I mean, this season he's not really anywhere to be seen. A little bit of a hangover from from the summer, the Euros, and the transfer saga with with City, perhaps. Ah, oh, I dare say, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I'm sure we'll see him back to his his best next season, whether he stays on again with Tottenham or moves on somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. You can't you no, can't he, keep a player like that quiet for too long. No, he, he's too good. He's he has shown consistently that he is good. And I mean players have off seasons. Yeah. Well, off seasons, off games, yeah. But he, he will be back. Yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt. No doubt. Norwich Crystal Palace. That was ended up as a draw. We had a Palace as a win, the two of us. Um, of course, it could have been different had Wilfred yeah. Zaha not got uh, <laughs> that penalty. Oh, that that was horrific. It was it was dead awful. That um, I don't know. I just I, when I saw it, I I just expected it, and I just I mean I I, I watched this game after the fact and. I just thought, oh, it's like, well, I didn't, didn't this game finish? Because it was 1-1 at the time he took the penalty. Yep. And I was thinking, didn't this game finish 1-1? Because I just expected him to bury it. Yeah. And I hadn't looked at who'd scored the goals. And then I saw that and I thought, Jesus, that was, was disgusting. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah. I mean, we spoke about it before, but you, I think you could have put half a goal next to the goal. On that side that he missed, and I'm not sure it would have gone in. It was it was that bad. Oh, maybe man. I'm maybe I'm exaggerating, but that's yeah. the way I saw it. It was just you well, know, you would now. I, I haven't seen it as of yet, but I, I I've I've obviously heard that it was quite quite atrocious. Do yourself so. a favor. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Watch yeah. it for a laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's good viewing for the 19 other teams, but Palace supporters, <laughs> ugh, you might want to be watching that again. <laughs> yeah. Um, what happened in that? Oh, oh, oh Tammy Pokey, minute in, yeah, that's a goal, uh, quickest goal of the league, I think, this season. Yeah, yeah, I probably, probably correctly. right. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna mention a snatch and grab, but that's almost not really a snatch and grab, considering they were in front for well from minute one. Yeah, but, um, yeah, no. Stats wise, oh, they definitely weren't in control of that game, Norwich. But uh, you can't, no, you can't no, call it a snatch and grab, really. The possession. Tell you that much as well. I mean, yeah. Crystal Palace dominated on the ball, mm. but Norwich have—they're finding ways, and I—I I don't can't quite remember their form line, but it's it's quite impressive for a team that we sort of were resigned to saying they're relegated and there's not much they can do about it. It's been a, a fairly inspired uh, turnaround. Well, since since Dean Smith's come in and taken over the role. You, you're 100% right. They've gone on a bit of a run. They might not be winning every game, but they, they obviously mm. pick, they pick points up against uh, Everton. Sure, there was another game in there that they won too. I can't 
can't think of it off the top of my head, but they've they've picked themselves up off the bottom of the table. To uh, yeah. they probably had one or two wins at that stage of the season, more than likely, yeah. and and they're now only one point behind uh, Newcastle in seventeenth. So uh, there's yeah. there's definitely chance for a late escape from them. Yeah, their form line makes for pretty good reading, to be honest. Mm. Um, they were seven points out of their last uh, three games, and it takes them to 17 points. They had 10, 10 points in their first 20 games. Yeah. They've yeah. made seven in their last three. Yeah. It's I don't think any of us, anyone, saw that coming. No. And, um, yeah, I think we all need to be <clears throat> reading them a little differently. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's that's got to be a credit to Dean Smith and the job that he's done there. He's managed yeah, to, yeah. in a short amount of time, figure out how to get the best out of those players. Yeah, and, no, and, all, and all credit to him. Props to him. He was um, he was a top top manager. I, I thought at Villa, and yeah. I was almost I was quite confused when did did they sack him or did he leave? I can't I can't quite remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. With Regardless, it, with whether he left on yeah. on on terms or whether he was sacked, I thought it was a strange one. Anyway, yeah, for sure. Because yeah, because he was obviously he was doing a job there. So, but hey, he's 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 gone to Norwich. He's continued to do a job there. So, like you said, yeah. I think we might have to pay a bit of a closer attention to Norwich from from here on out. I think just looking at this relegation battle a bit closer. I mean, Norwich and Newcastle are making a run for it. Yep. <laughs> The next team there is Everton, and <laughs> they are looking probably just as bad as Watford and Burnley. So who's to say that they can't turn around? Yeah, Everton. Mm. Wouldn't wouldn't that be a, a joy to see? Oh, it'd be a joy from our perspective. I know, <laughs> I know a few people who it wouldn't be a joy to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they absolutely have to start to consider themselves in a serious relegation battle. There's mm. no, there's no doubt about it. I think I think the sooner that they do consider themselves in a relegation battle, they might fight a bit harder, and they yeah, might absolutely. That's, that's probably what they need to drag themselves out. Mm, mm. Yeah, no, that's definitely that's definitely a good point. That's definitely a good point. We got three games left: City and Brentford. City played out the two 0 win there. We chose not to go bold on that prediction last recording, and it worked <laughs> out because it was only two 0 Albeit, uh, yeah. albeit a quite convincing win in in the grand scheme yeah. of things. Yeah, um, Brentford. I mean, like oh, we've commented on so many times, just their inability to score goals is going to cost them. Uh, I think it's six losses on the trot now. I think in all competitions, um, but City were kind of gifted. A few of those go well. I want to say a few. There are only two, and they've gifted both of them. <laughs> there was the penalty, mm. and that's it. Was a deserved penalty. Yep. And um, yeah, the keeper making a bit of a hash of things. Yeah. Oh yeah. And De Bruyne slotting in. Uh, it's it was kind of a a, a freebie for City. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting way of looking at it. Like, I mean, they again they completely dominated the side of possession. Oh um, yeah. But but two from that point. Yeah. Then yeah, it was but, convincing. Yeah. But the sure. job was the job was done at two nil. <laughs> so you know, did they maybe take the foot off the pedal a little bit? Uh, they only they had fifteen shots, only seven on target. So it's probably not the more dominant display that we're sort of used to seeing from City. Maybe that's probably the angle that I'm coming at it yeah. from. Yeah. It it wasn't the 
the dot yeah the dominant just all-conquering city that we've that we've become used to this season yeah yeah it was city scraping by two nil win once i scraping by and the goals didn't ooze class mm-hmm. we were used to rodri or cancello banging in a weldy or their um um uh, what's his name uh center back um Diaz. laporte laporte yeah or diaz yeah getting on the end of a corner mm. or yeah de bruyne banging in. i mean yeah he scored but it wasn't his best effort mm. it's, it's it's those kind of performance was we're used to and yeah i mean they got three points that's what they want i mean that's the way they'll look at it i'm sure yeah they're far enough ahead that points are all that matters at this point mm-hmm. i suppose on the side of brentford uh they're missing their marquee signing um mm-hmm. christian erickson didn't play wasn't mm-hmm. in the, wasn't in the side it'll be interesting to yeah. see how long it takes for him to get up to the speed of things uh i had him i had him down as as the signing of the window, did, yeah. I, I think you had Coutinho from memory, or did you go with Ericsson as well? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. It was it was one of the two. I think I had Coutinho. Yeah, from did. from memory. Yeah. So, yeah, look, Brentford aren't looking good at the moment. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, but but when when he finally uh, when Christian Ericsson finally gets to step into the side, uh, it'll be interesting to see how much of an impact he can make there. Oh, for sure. He, he's going to have some sort of impact. How yeah. much is yet to be seen, but I can't see how a player like of that quality can't at least, yeah, bring the rest of the squad to somewhere near his level. Mm, mm. And, and and Brentford were also missing mm. uh, one Ivan Tony, <laughs> probably for reasons well known. Yeah, uh, reasons that we cannot uh, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> on, this, yeah. on this podcast, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... So I don't know if he if he if if Tony makes a comeback when Ericsson comes into the squad, maybe some things start to click there. Maybe they'll start to pick up a few points here and there. They're not mm-hmm. really in any danger, I think, from to going down. So no. I suppose they've got that on their side. I suppose they're they're a bit lucky in that sense that they had a better start to the season than some of the others that are down there. So yeah, yeah. Look, it's it's Brentford. There'll be a I'll probably stick to the mid-table position that yeah, they're on the, and then they'll, they'll keep going next season. The form's worrying, without a doubt. Um, but I think they've they've shown that <clears throat> they've... I think the early season form showed that there's, there's enough there. Mm. If they can just capture some of that form. Yeah. The, I Personally, I think they're not going to be far away from the relegation zone come season's end, but... I, they, they've got too much to go down. Yeah. No, no, no yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. They'll, at this point, get through the rest, rest of the season and tackle next season, basically. Yeah. Yep. Second to last, Wolves played out a, uh, a 1-0 loss to the Gunners. This was a... match had a, a fairly interesting point to it, mm. and, and I'm sure you know what I'm going to ask you. Because I don't think I've seen think so. anything like this in my life. Have you ever no. seen two yellow cards given to one player in the same passage of play before? No, no, that was that was really odd. And I mean, Martinelli was fully deserved of that red card, in my opinion. I, I don't, I don't know. I haven't read if there's much conjecture over that, but 
to me. The first one where he, he basically toppled like on the sideline. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what the first one was given yeah. for. Yeah. And then just charging through, I'm not sure who the attacker was, the Wolves uh, attacker, but yeah, he just charged through the back of him. Mm. And yeah, that's, yeah, it's a weird situation, but fully warranted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't even know where to put my two cents about it because it's just it's just odd like yeah and and i've seen a few a couple of sports pundits in the uk say almost throw shade at the the referee saying that it was not necessarily an incorrect decision but it's almost like he's putting him he just wants to put himself in the limelight or something yeah like that um i don't know if i entirely agree with it like if those two situations that happened in two separate plays they probably would both warrant a yellow card i think for the simple yeah. fact that it literally happened in the same passage of play yeah is is what makes it a quite a unique situation but at the same time i, I almost feel like situations like that have happened before where let's say a tackle's made on the halfway line by someone and in the advantage is played and then the play continues and and a, another foul is given somewhere else further up the pitch the referee mm-hmm. always comes back to that first incident, hooks the player. But let's, what's to say that the second challenge that issued the free kick also wasn't a yellow card worthy challenge or anything like that. I feel like that yeah. challenge is almost just forgotten about and they go back to the first one. Maybe because it's, it's the same, same player, Martinelli, um, causing both, both fouls. But yeah, it's a strange one, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you said, I agree with the point where isolate both incidents and they're both yellow cards mm. and i think yeah i think it was michael oliver the referee yeah, yeah correct yeah i mean he's no stranger to controversy but i think that's given the the nature of his he's a big game referee so i think that it comes with the territory yeah um yeah well i i think it was warranted um I, I, I tend to disagree with the the umpire, uh, sorry, the referee, trying to be centre of attention. Mm. But I mean, you, I, the pure and simple, you isolate the incidents, and yeah, it's an odd thing to happen because we haven't seen two like, two yellow cards in the same passage of play. But you isolate the incidents, and I, I think they're both yellow card worthy. And yeah. catch you later. Mm. Yeah. It didn't, um, luckily for Arsenal, it didn't end up making too much of a difference mm. for them. They were 1 0 up at that point, uh, Gabriel, yep. with, with their goal. Uh, mm-hmm. But of course, it, it obviously put some pressure on. They have to play out the remainder if, uh, about 20 minutes that game with 10 yep. men. Uh, but they, they got there in the end. They, yeah. um, and and, and a, a big result for them that puts them in fifth, a point behind West Ham. So uh, definitely a good result for Arsenal. They'll Bruce miss Martinelli for a game because he's, he's been playing well for him. But mm, yeah. Uh, I think as a, as a, as a young player, he'll learn those things. Yeah. And the brain fades. He'll learn to cut that out. And yeah, well, he's going to want to, if he, if he wants to fulfill his potential. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and first, uh, so the second challenge, well, actually, I don't really think any of the challenges were, 
necessary. Definitely not the first one. There's no need to oh, get no. it in, in the player's face when, when he's taking the throw. And, yeah. and I feel like he only did the second one because of what he did at the throw-in. There's no yeah. need to yeah. commit a foul He was there. just rattled. Yeah. The second one, he was just rattled. And and that's just the inexperience of a of a young player. Mm. Just really coming through and, yeah, he's paying the price. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, he's got to live with that, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. You live and you learn. You do. You do. You certainly do. <laughs> well, hopefully you learn. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, the last game of was uh, this morning for us, Friday morning. It was Liverpool and Leicester. Now, just looking back at our notes, we had Liverpool both down as a win, but not uh, maybe, maybe not as convincing as what it was. Mm-hmm. Leicester didn't really look all that threatening for me. No. No, I think they registered uh, a shot, two shots on target. There weren't many. shot on target, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've mentioned Leicester just becoming a little toothless. Mm. Just not quite. There's, there's plenty of good players in that squad, but they're just not clicking. And I... I haven't seen any betting markets, but Brendan Rodgers is on the hot seat. You would have to he think He has so. to be. He, he's got to be right up there for one of the next managers to get sacked because there's, there's, like I said, there's just too much in that squad to be sitting. I don't, I'm not sure where they're sitting, but they'd, they'd be comfortably in the, in the bottom. 12th at the um, moment they're sitting? Yeah, I would have said, yeah. Definitely below uh, halfway. So. Mm. He's going to have to watch out or he's going to have to turn something around because it's not where they belong. No, no, it's definitely not what we're accustomed to seeing Leicester uh, position-wise in the table and just performance-wise in general from the last couple of seasons from them anyway. So, yeah, look, I mean, Brendan Rodgers has got them to the point where they're at, but is he now struggling to take him that next step? Yeah, I think, I think that's it. Yeah, mm. I think they may need to bring someone else to... I think he's peaked with them. Is it, is it, it's stagnating under mm. his under his leadership, and yeah, I think they might need new a new set of um, a new set of coat, you know, you know, a new team to take um, that next step. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, fair enough. On the behalf of uh, Liverpool, there was talks early on during the week that Salah would be ready for the game. Uh, he mm-hmm. was, but not to start. He was he was on the bench, um, yeah. but that. That, of course, meant first Premier League start and a debut for Luis Diaz. Yeah, it was, um, it was quite good. I think early signs are good. It's, it's an early debut as far as Klopp's concerned. Very early. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we sort of followed their signings a little bit closer than most other clubs, I'd imagine. And he tends to take a while to, to put his guys in. But, yeah, very... I saw some comments saying that um, he just he he looks like a Liverpool player, fits into the system seamlessly. So, yeah, the decision was made to put him in. Yeah, no, he he definitely impressed me from 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 the debut. So, and I think he played the I think he played the whole game. No, I think he came, came off, off came off, off yeah came off right at the end. Mm. Call it a full ninety minutes, but um, yeah, not far off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it good good to give him a full ninety. Yeah, uh, and, and and for Salah, 
good to have him back in the team. Yeah, I think not starting him was the right decision. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's been vindicated with the result, but I just I worry that all those extra time games at AFCON, he's, he's at risk of burnout, and we're only at the oh, middle of February. Mm. But I must admit, when he uh-huh. came on, it didn't look like he mm. missed a stride, really. No. He the crossbar. No. He had a couple of chances. Yeah. He was his normal, usual dancing feet through the defenders. Yeah. So, I mean, it's Maybe not like he's, he's taken those... two weeks off. He was obviously, he's obviously still been playing. Yeah. Yeah. But, he's, but um, you make he's still a, got you make touch. a good point. Yeah. I, I just wonder. I mean, Liverpool are still battling on four fronts. Almost said we then. Um, <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> Uh, battling on four fronts. So I think, yeah, they've got to take a cautious approach to to Salah for just for the next few weeks. I think with with the FA Cup, maybe he misses out. Um, I think he misses out on the FA Cup final? Oh, no, FA oh, Cup, no, no, sorry, no, the, league, um, league Cup. The League Cup, sorry. League yeah. Cup he'll play, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they haven't won that game uh, that trophy for a little little while so i think they got to mm. go all guns blazing there but yeah yeah the cup games i think obviously the champions league you go full strength but the fa cup might be where he um he sits out a few yeah yeah it's possible it's, it's where they they do tend to rest a few of their um mm-hmm. players with a bit more game time under the belt so it's a smart choice yeah. and and one that they're uh, welcome to because of this the depth of their squad so yeah they're, they're uh, lucky yeah, to have the, that the strength and depth just over the last few years is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Can I just touch on Jota real quickly before we move on? Oh, Obviously, yeah. he gets a brace. In the absence yeah. of Salah and Mane, he's continued to thrive. Mm-hmm. He's, he is still the second highest goal scorer behind Salah. And I believe mm-hmm. with these two, he only puts him maybe three or four behind. He's four behind, yeah. But I, don't, yeah. I, I feel like he's not quite talked enough. I don't know if he's overshadowed by by Salah or not even necessarily just overshadowed in the Liverpool side, but just overshadowed as a striker in general in the Premier League. Yeah. Is, yeah. Why, why do you think that is? Is there a reason? Uh, I don't can know. Give it a reason? Uh, I think uh, I'd probably put it down to the fact he's not scoring worldies like Salah does. He's not a highlight reel. Yeah. He's, he's, his production is like through the roof. It's great. And given his goal scoring record in the last couple of months, it, it's been he's been great. But he's not he's not amazing through defenders through three defenders to score a goal like Salah is every yeah. second week. Yeah. Uh that's to me is probably the only reason why he's not getting the the uh the the plaudits like Salah does. Mm. But He's doing exactly the same kind of work in terms of an end product. So yeah, yeah, it, it, it seems a bit ridiculous at the same time. Yeah. Oh, he's just doing what he's doing in in the background, I suppose. Doesn't seem to phase him too much. So and I think that might be the beauty of it. That might yeah. be why. I mean, you've got the the three headed monster, and I mean it was Diaz um, yesterday, mm. but. With Mane, well, call it the four-headed monster if you want. Yeah. <laughs> with with Mane and Diaz being pretty interchangeable. Mm. Um, Jota just floats in and, I mean, he's a pest in the box. Yeah. he's He knows exactly where to be. 
defenders are too busy trying to mark the wings. And up, up he pops. And the, the goals he scored against Leicester weren't, like I said, they're not worldies, but he's just there at the right place at the right time. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what you need sometimes, of course, from your striker. That's what they're there for. They're yeah. There for that and poachers finish almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I think it's, it's about time, as, as sad as it is, it's about time that Jota became the the he he's in the first eleven and Firmino's just he's, he's not. but a but a footnote at the moment. Mm, yeah, mm, he's mm. he's he's a bench player at this point. You get a roll with a hot hand, and Firmino's just not it. Yeah, no, that's that's a fair call. Look, it's not a bad bad headache to have from the perspective oh, of no. Liverpool. Uh, no, when you when you gotta put two of Firmino, Jota, Diaz, Mane, and Salah on the bench. Mm. It's a good good problem to have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mm. absolutely, sure. Okay, that covers um, that covers the previous weeks. We've got our team of the weeks for that uh, match week, as always. A little bit differently this time around. We've uh, we spoke uh, off camera before. Uh, a little bit over our team of the weeks. Uh, it is quite m- majority the same this week, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. look, we we both picked Virgil Van Dijk and Gabriel as the two centre backs. Uh, yeah. We we had a midfield of Ward Prowse, De Bruyne, and uh, Jacob Ramsey from Villa, and Coutinho, Jota, and Dan James finished off the front three. Uh, it, those picks almost picked themselves. But is there anyone there that really stands out for you as as maybe your player of the week? I'm going to say the fact that got them the three points, his brilliance, I'm going to say Ward-Prowse. Okay, yeah. I I really wanted to say Coutinho. Yeah. But, I mean, the the fact that Ward-Prowse he directly contributed to two goals that gave Southampton a quite a valuable three points. Mm. I'm going to give it to him just for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good pick. I, I would have probably picked Coutinho personally, yeah. obviously goal to assists and a man of the match. Uh, but what, but Rousey is definitely a, a, a fair pick. Like you I think said, you could go either way with that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, and obviously we, we just touched on Jota two goals. Uh, they were his hundredth and hundred first goals of his club career, so a oh, bit wow. of a bit of a yeah. personal milestone for him. Yeah, um, yep. and and James two goals as well. I think that's his fourth or fifth for Leicester now. He's he started to hit the score sheet a little bit more consistently in recent weeks. Yeah. The Bruyne seems like he's just that, a, uh, Leeds? a casual pick. Leeds, Leeds? Yeah. thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just uh, thought I'd just, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, De Bruyne seems like he's just a uh, uh, almost a guarantee in these team of the weeks as of recently. I think he might have even been in all three of mine so far. I think he's been in all three so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I made that pick, I just I thought, well, I mean, you can't kick someone out just because they've been in all of them. No, I mean, if he's playing well, he's playing well. You got to yeah. put him in. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And 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 Ramsey as well. We spoke about him. Obviously, he got his two goals. Thanks to the brilliance of Coutinho, yeah. uh, he's he's really starting to he's he's really hitting his strides with, with the help starting of to shine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did get three different picks. Our keeper and our fullbacks were different. 
You want to mm-hmm. you want to share with us your your picks there? Yeah, look, uh, the the keeper. It feels silly giving it to a, a keeper on a losing side, but Casper Schmeichel, man, that really could have been four or five nil. Liverpool played well, um, forced plenty of good saves. Uh, the one, the, the save on Salah with the fast break stands out for me. Mm. So, Salah's usually dinking them over the keeper, and that seems to be his trademark goal uh, lately. And yeah, he's, there were plenty of other good saves that really, I mean, Leicester were toothless and were never really in the game, but it really saved their blushes. Um, uh, I think he had nine saves for the game. Mm. So it's, it's a fair effort. Yeah, that's a big performance and, and a fair pick. For sure. Sure. Who did you have in uh, the fullbacks, mate? Um, fullback. Who did I have? It was uh, uh, Matt Cash. Matt Cash. Mm-hmm. He the assist for uh, for Villa there was was pretty handy. Um, yeah, was it? yeah, Villa. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he assisted Coutinho yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I mean, it it was really on. To be honest, it was really hard to pick um, fullbacks this week. Uh, there weren't a hell of a lot of standout performances, but I mean, when you're producing. I love an attacking an attacking fullback, so I mean he gets a, he gets a nod at left back for me, and um, I'm going to go Andy Robertson down the right. Didn't directly contribute to any um, goals or assists, but keeping the clean sheet, even though Leicester, as we mentioned, weren't uh, setting records, he still he's he formed quite a, a decent. Um, uh, partnership with Diaz down that side. Yeah, I think yeah. they they work quite well together. And yeah, it's I think it's going to be a sign of things to come. Those two are going to once Diaz finds his feet, I think we'll we'll see a lot more production out of um, not not that he hasn't been producing, but I think we're going to see maybe Robbo um, at another level. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a that's a good pick. That it definitely didn't look like uh, a new partnership between Robertson and Diaz. So, mm. yeah, yeah. As, as you said, the fact that they've more the, the more game is... time, yeah, yeah, the more game time they get together, the the better it's going to get. So, yeah, definitely. I oh, know that's that's good. Good picks. Good picks. My three different players. Of course, we'll start with the keeper. Was Ramsdale? Yeah, clean sheet. I like that pick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. it was it was probably between the two, Ramsdale and uh, uh, Schmeichel. But yep, um, the fact that he got the clean sheet. He made four saves and was man of the match for Arsenal in in a important win for them. The fact that when they went down to ten men, obviously made his job probably a little bit harder. So yeah, prop, props to him. He goes in there for me. Uh, Kieran Trippier slots in at uh, right back. Probably simple fact of the goal. Uh, yeah. Mainly goals and assists. Beautiful goal. Goals and yeah. assists can pretty much cement a fullback in a in a team of the week like this. I feel. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. But it's a uh, it was his first goal for Newcastle, uh, a, a, a real peach of a free kick. He's yeah. he's not, uh, let's say it's not unusual for, for him to score a free kick like that. We've seen it before from him uh, in an yeah. England shirt. Yeah. So good to get one under the belt or for Newcastle yeah. there. Um, and, and Luke Shaw wraps it up for me as, um, as the left back. 
again, just just for the just the pure fact that he got an assist. Um, yeah, the fullbacks no. fullbacks are hard. Were, were were definitely hard for this this week. I think. I like those picks. Yeah, I completely when I was putting my team of the week together, I completely forgot about Trippier's goal. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it it was a it was a peach. It was it was wonderful. Yeah. Mm. Um yeah. and Shaw was yeah he was a pretty good attacking outlet down that down that left side so uh yeah uh, I think they're really good picks. Cool. Uh, that's good, mate. That's good. So we ended off as usual with this upcoming week's games. We've got games on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Back to the standard uh, match week, which is handy for us. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a couple of big games in there. There's there's probably uh, there's probably one uh, marquee match. Where's it gone? Grab that. I must have lost it. I must be looking at the wrong week. <laughs> Nevertheless, we'll start off with Man United and uh, Southampton. This is one of the ones where I'm going to learn my lesson, and I'm not going to back United this time. I am going to back Southampton. I don't care that it's yeah, at Old Trafford. Okay. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to back Southampton. They're playing the better football at the moment. Yeah, they've they've done they've done a number on a on a couple of the top teams. So straight out the bat, not thinking too much about it. I'm going Southampton for the win there. Yeah, no, I like that. The Southampton took um, three points at Spurs this week, so. Who's to say they can't do it at Old Trafford too? Mm. Um, look, um, I think they're playing pretty well, so I'm going to back you there. Mm. I'll go Southampton too. Yeah. Interesting yeah. pick. Interesting pick. Brentford and Crystal Palace. I think we all know where this one might go, but yeah, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm back in Palace. Mm. I don't think they probably haven't been convincing, but neither of Brentford, but it'll be interesting if Ericsson plays. Mm. Um, I'm not sure how far off he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that's... that. He, he can really change their fortunes, and that's a game where I think he could have a real impact. But on the face of it, Palace for me. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Palace yeah. have been certainly the better of the two teams. Uh, they've impressed us in the last couple of weeks. They impressed against Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, they they impressed to a degree uh, in in the week just gone. Of course, probably should have won had had Zaha converted. But yeah, I'm, you can always put that down to fortunate not to win that game, I suppose. But yeah, mm-hmm. the fact the fact that it's Brentford, I think can can give Alice a, a win there. Yeah, yeah. Everton and Leeds. Uh, if I may, once again, I'm no longer going to back Everton. This is a Leeds yeah. win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Leeds all the way. <laughs> and and in the, actually, in the, when you think about it, in in the scheme of things, that's a massive game because Leeds yeah. are the ones on top of Everton, four points clear. Yeah, if they win that game, then <clears> that really puts pressure on Everton. It feels like a bit of a six pointer, the the old cliched six pointer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it couldn't be. Everton couldn't be more desperate for points right now and to steal points, well, not steal, but to to prevent Leeds from having any at the same time. I mean, and with, with the game in hand, that would be, it really turns it to an advantage Everton if they can get up there. Yeah, It's advantage. It, yeah, it's huge for the, yeah. for the relegation race. 
I think uh, obviously mm. the best Everton can hope for is obviously a win. But given their mm. current form, the way I look at it is the best result they'll get is a draw. And in yeah. which case it doesn't put further damage on them and it doesn't give Leeds a further advantage. It just It maintains the status quo, really. Yeah. It just keeps yeah. everything the way it is. Yeah, 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 definitely. So <clears> that that's probably the best case scenario from my perspective for Everton. But yeah. but I, I've I've can't I've backed them uh, in these in these picks too many times and they've let me down. So I'm I'm, I'm going <laughs> leads on this one. Yeah, I've been burnt way too many times. I've learned my lesson. Just anyone but Everton. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, Watford Brighton is next. Uh, big game. Obviously, every game is a big game for for Watford and for for the relegation battle there. But. Yep. Uh, Probably going to back Brighton again. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're just they're just the better side for me. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to agree. Um, it's a Vicarage road. I don't think it really counts for a hell of a lot here. Um, Watford have just been pretty pretty woeful. And Brighton have been plodding along, I think. Yeah, they should win. I, I could maybe see a, a one-all draw, maybe. Yeah, the, the best what Watford could hope for to me is a draw, but yeah, Brighton win. Yeah. Is yep. is my pick. Yeah, no, I, I, I would definitely agree on that front. Mm. Norwich and City at Caro Road. <clears throat> now without getting too carried away once again. <laughs> this is the type of game where City could could really put the put the foot to the pedal. Yeah. But but the Norwich have been performing. Mm. Like we we touched on earlier. There's I think it's seven points in in the Out last possible three nine. games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it it could be a banana skin game for City. It could be a game where if everything doesn't click, I mean we've seen Angus Gunn keep him in games mm. off his own gloves. Um, look, he'd he'd have a hard time doing it against City, but mm. this isn't this isn't a fellow relegation battle. This is probably one of the top five teams in the world, but mm. stranger things have happened. But... Uh, we've, we've seen <clears> it happen before. Norwich mm. have, have yeah. taken points off City before. Yeah. Uh, at at Car Road a few years ago, so. There's something of, of a bogey team, mm. for want of a better term, but um, oh, I think City will keep going. City win for me. Yeah, no, I, as, as, as mm. much as... You know, we've just spoken about Norwich. This is a city. This has got to be a city when it's got it written all over it. Again, the best yeah. case scenario for Norwich, I reckon, is is a draw again, stealing a point, stealing yeah. a point. It'd be a it'd be a real big point. But yep. yeah, it's going to be difficult to stop City. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Likewise for Burnley, they've of course uh, they have Liverpool. It is at Turf Moor, but I think for the same reasons, it's it's going to be tough. Stop Liverpool. Um, I don't yep. know if Mane will be back this week. I don't know exactly when he comes back. But Salah's back. You would expect him to probably start this game. Well, I would anyway. Yeah. So yeah, Liverpool will almost be back to their to a full strength eleven. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I've got to back Liverpool there. Yeah, back Liverpool. Um, interesting with the short turnaround. Whether they do, I know Salah only played. He didn't play the full ninety. He was subbed on against um, Leicester. This is another, like, like what United did. They rested Ronaldo 
Mm. I'm not rested, but, you know, parked them on the bench for two-thirds of the game. Do they do that again with Salah? I suppose they've already done it. Mm. And that's he's he could be one of those players who thrives off more time on ground. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we I think we're just picking little holes here. Liverpool should win this comfortably. Yeah, yeah, and 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 they they will play this game after City have already played. So mm-hmm. it's in the grand scheme of things, if City win, then Liverpool have to win to keep that pace with them up the top. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think by that point they'll be they. So they're nine points ahead, I think. Uh, they are nine officially. points ahead currently. Yeah. Yep, nine points. So it'll be twelve by the game when in they hand. Go to... Yeah. yeah. By the time they go to play, it'll be 12. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the best bet well, at the if, moment. If City win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here I'm just chalking it down yeah. as a win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything can happen. But no, they, yeah. they definitely want to keep the points to nine uh, up yeah. at least until they play their catch up game whenever For that sure. may be. I actually think that's coming up. Their catch up game with Leicester, I believe that's either been rescheduled or I feel like I've read that somewhere, but I could be, could be wrong. Yeah. Okay. Nevertheless, we move on Newcastle and Aston Villa, probably two of the more exciting sides in the, yeah. in, in the league at the moment. Yeah. Uh, it's at St. James's Park. Well, hey, this, this one could go either way, but I'm interested to hear what you, where, where you think this one would go. Uh, look, I'm going to pick a draw. I'm going to pick a okay. two-all draw here, just to be specific. Um, both teams, oh, I mean, Aston Villa have shown that they can score. Um, Newcastle have... I've had a bit of a, a turn of a turn of pace um, in the last few weeks, and with their new signings, they continue to gel. I mean, when I say mm. continue, there's two days between now and then, <laughs> so how much can happen? But mm. um, yeah, I mean, they've shown an uptick in form, so why can't why can't they steal a point there? And I think even though they're at home, a draw against Aston Villa would would be class as stealing a point. Yeah, that that would be a big result for them. Uh, yeah. It's a tough way. It's a, it is a tough one to call because, like like we just said, both teams are they're playing well. Newcastle are starting to click. Villa have continued their form since uh, Stephen Gerrard's come in. So, uh, if I've got a pick, if I've got a pick. I'll say I'll say Villa, but it'll be narrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I just I think there is a little bit more quality in in Villa's side. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I think if it's if the fairy tale runs about to end for Newcastle, I think it might come here. So yeah, okay. I, I'm yeah. gonna back I'm gonna back Villa on this one. I've probably yep. again I'm not, I'm going against my whole uh, what I've picked throughout the whole thing because I've backed everybody except Newcastle in the last few weeks, yeah. and I've always got it yeah. wrong. But I'm gonna <laughs> on this one occasion I'm gonna. Continue to to go against them. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go Villa. Yeah, no, Villa have been playing well enough. They've been scoring enough, and I think that's the thing. Yeah, they can tighten it up at a, at the back. Um, then yeah, who knows? Mm. Good. Yeah. yeah, definitely. The last yeah. game on Sunday is Spurs and Wolves at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. This Any is a points? tough one. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to draw again. Mm-hmm. Um, we just seen what Spurs. Oh, you say what Spurs did against Southampton, and I, I that's wrong. Southampton did that to Spurs. Yeah. 
And I think, yeah, it was it was one man's brilliance. I know I'm waxing lyrical on Ward Press, but <laughs> it, it was it was a it takes two it takes a team to score. I, I get mm. that, but mm. there were two very similar. There was one common denominator in why they won. Enough about Southampton. Um, yeah, look, sport Spurs haven't been convincing. Uh, yeah, it's a draw. It's a one-all draw for me. I think mm-hmm. Wolves haven't been awful, but I don't know. It just feels like two teams that are just treading water. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah, 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 I'd agree. It's a tough one to choose. Obviously, Spurs are coming off the back of a poor loss for them. Wolves coming off of a loss as well. It's yeah. a tough. It's a tough pick. It's a tough pick yeah. for sure. I feel like it, it'll either be a draw or it'll be like a one mil either side. Yeah. We've spoken, yeah. we've spoken on here before about mm-hmm. Wolves defensively. They are quite mm-hmm. solid. They mm-hmm. don't concede a whole lot. Uh, and Tottenham's forward line, they're not quite firing at the moment. So yeah. we could even potentially see a, a, a nil all draw play out. A stalemate. Yeah. Which, which should no, be no, really no. fun to watch. Could be uh, on the cards. Yeah. Yeah. So, but again, if I've got a pick. I've got to pick up. I'll, I'll have to say a draw. I'll have to say a draw. Yeah. Can't really pick. Yeah. Can't really split two. Yeah, and that's it. I'm just trying to find the difference there. I mm. just don't think there's... To me, they just can't find one. Yeah. No, mm. I, I'd agree. 100%. And the last game, which is Monday morning, is Leicester-West Ham. That's a bit of an interesting one. Yeah. One in seasons gone by, you'd think would have a little bit more of a um, importance towards the the um, Europa League standings, but with Leicester playing the way they are and West Ham playing the way they are, it's they're finding themselves a little far away from each other. Mm. Um, for me, I'm taking West Ham. We've we've made a bit of a a deal about how Leicester really just aren't just aren't performing at the moment and. West Ham are getting it done, and I think they'll get it done again. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think I think West Ham will <laughs> will get it done. I can't see a high scoring game. No, but I think no. but I, def- I think they'll win. Um, yeah, Leicester, Leicester just they're not quite at the races at the moment. So, and West Ham yeah. are, uh, are hitting strides, ticking so, along, ticking along, and they, and they need to yep. keep it up to to maintain that top four position. So. Uh, in the grand scheme mm-hmm. of things, for them anyway, that's a that's an important game. So, for sure, yeah. um, I think we've just about covered everything um, here. And, uh, yeah. Got anything anything you want to add right at right at the end here, mate? No, I think I think we're just stoked to see uh, Premier League football back, and it feels like it's been a long another... two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's I mean we've obviously covered a few of other things, a few other things. Um, statue sports sports wise, and but it feels good to be talking about football again, yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Oh, well, mate, it's been a pleasure as always. Thanks for joining nice. us. Yeah. Um, uh, we are live on Spotify now. Um, uh, all the pods will be going on Spotify as well. If you prefer to, to listen rather than to watch, um, we'll, we'll put the link in, in the description of the video, so please check that out as well. Make sure you're following us on all the social medias to stay up to date. Plenty of clips, plenty of videos going out. 
um, not just on on football, but in plenty of other sports as well. So make sure you're letting us know um, how we're going. And if there's anything in particular you want us to cover, we'd be more than happy to, uh, to oblige. So thanks for joining us, TV. I'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Great chatting. See you, mate. See ya.